Let's talk about your pack now, though. Their regular season win total sitting at 11.5 if you like the over, plus 110, under, minus 140. What are you doing with Green Bay this season? You know what's crazy? I play, obviously, you know, the win total. I go over every single year, and that's not really even a homer pick. It's just the win total is always around the same. And look at the first three years Matt LaFleur has been there. They've won at least 13 games. They went 13-3 and three all three years. They dominate in the division. This is the first year I didn't run out to bet this win total. It seems actually about right. I could see them winning 12 games. I could also see them winning 10 games. I do think they're going to go to the playoffs. I just, I like Minnesota. It pains me to say this. I like Minnesota a little bit better in the North, and especially now because since I've been out, man, they added Jalen Rieger, who say what you want about him. I know some people consider him to be a bust, but now he just has to be wide receiver number three, and he's going to get targets because Adam Thielen is going to, you know, obviously require double teams every once in a while, and Justin Jefferson might end up being the best receiver in the league. Delvin Cook, that offensive line's much improved. The pass rush is much improved. So, actually didn't run out to bet the over on Green Bay's win total. I would still lean over. I just have some concerns. I think they're going to be much better on the defensive side of the ball, obviously with everything that they added and everybody that they were able to keep, bringing back Rasul Douglas. But I think the first couple of weeks, man, we're going to learn a lot because Devontae Adams has been targeted on like 55% of Aaron Rodgers' dropbacks the last three years. And I know that they've went undefeated without him the last three years, but that's a short sample size. You know, now they're going to have to do that every single week. And we still don't really know who's going to step up in his, in his place because Alan Lazard's more of a blocking wide receiver, right? I mean, you can play him on the outside. Randall Cobb is older than me, and he's never healthy. <laughs> Sammy Watkins hasn't played a full season since his rookie year. Like, I like Sammy Watkins, but we just can't really trust him to stay healthy. And then a lot of people have these high expectations for the rookies, and Rodgers has just never really trusted a rookie right off the bat. So I don't know what you're getting from Romeo Dobbs against Minnesota week one. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know what you're getting from Christian Watson. He hasn't even taken a snap with Aaron Rodgers yet. Or with Jordan Love. He didn't play in the preseason. So I would lean me over, but it's not something I'm running out to bet, only because let's say they get off to a little bit of a slow start. Like week one, right, they get Minnesota. And they're two and a half point. They were two and a half point favorites. I think that's even went down. I think Minnesota might beat them on the road. Then week two, they'll probably clean up and beat up on the Bears unless the season's going to be an absolute disaster. But then after that, they go to Florida where Aaron Rodgers always struggles to play Tampa Bay. Let's say they lose that game and they're sitting there at one and two. We could get a much better price or maybe play like an updated win total only over eight and a half. So I'm just going to hold off and pump the brakes a little bit and see what they look like these first couple of weeks without Devontae because, you know, he is the best receiver in the league. And he's been so important in that offense. And I don't know who replaces them. Like, who's going to create – Who's going to create separation? Because that's the other thing. It's not only Devontae's gone, MVS is gone. I think he's going to have a big year in Kansas City if he could just hang on to the football. Just too many question marks for me right now offensively, which is crazy to say that I like the defense better than the offense because Aaron Rodgers is still the quarterback and he's the back-to-back MVP. Ryan, with all those question marks with the Packers, how do you feel about the NFC in general? We know that this year the NFC is just down at the moment. I mean, the Buccaneers are the favorite to come out of the division and their quarterback wasn't even there all training camp. And that just kind of tells you how how uh, odds makers just feel about the NFC in general. The Bucks are the favorite plus 325, Rams after them plus 450. And then you got your Packers there 5 to 1, 49ers 7 to 1, Cowboys 8 to 1, Eagles 11 to 1 and so on and so forth. How do you view the NFC and what do you think about the pricing for Green Bay this year uh within the uh, NFC as well? Yeah, and see, I'd probably stay away there because I'd want a better price. What I would do, I mean, you talked about it when you and Travis were doing the Sunday show, and I think the price was 16 to 1. 
you know, and, and I like Minnesota, actually. I like taking a shot with the bomb kind of this year because, like you said, in the NFC, I mean, Tom Brady was gone for a couple of weeks. He came back, and then he had the press conference where he's like, I'm old, man. I'm 45 <laughs> years old. I got stuff going on in my life. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, I don't really want to touch Tampa Bay. And as you guys know, I like the Saints a little bit better in that division, especially the way that Mike Thomas has looked, especially the way Chris Olave looked in the preseason. Jameis looked really good when we saw him. And defensively, they were able to keep everybody. Like, they're in salary cap hell, but because um, the TV revenue money kicked in, they got, like, so much – they were able to actually bring all those guys back. So, I like the Saints a little bit better in that division. I think Minnesota is going to be a sneaky Super Bowl contender. Again, I hate saying that, but I think Kirk Cousins is going to have a big year, and I like them a little bit better defensively. And Mike Zimmer's finally gone. And then I don't think we should sleep on the Rams. My only concern with the Rams is just – and I mean, I know they're the defending champs, so who the hell is sleeping on them? But I worry about Stafford's elbow and his back. But man, they just have so much talent. I mean, they replace, yeah, you lose Odell Beckham Jr. and Robert Woods, but you bring in Allen Robinson, who hasn't really done anything the last two years because he was dogging it. You still have Cooper Cup. McVay's still there. Aaron Donald's an absolute monster. He's ripping helmets off and bashing guys in the face with it. Like, nobody wants to see him. So I still think they're alive, but I kind of like the price on a team like Minnesota. And then I guess like the other sleeper team for me just remains the Saints. I do think Jameis is going to have a really big year, but I'm staying away from the Packers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm staying away from Brady and Rogers, which is crazy because obviously historically they're two of the best to ever do it. So I don't know, man. I mean, I don't like the rosters as much as I've had the last couple of years. Nobody knows the Packers better than Ryan. Horvath. Nobody. There's not a man <laughs> on this freaking earth that knows the Packers better than Ryan. Ryan, now that the Packers talk is over really quickly before we go to break, what do you think about that news that Donovan Mitchell is now playing in Cleveland? How do you how do you view that trade and just you know feel about D. Mitch and Clee? Dude, I still can't believe that that actually happened. I woke up from like a three and a half hour nap today and I see that and I was like, is there not a more fitting package though for Utah to receive like Markinen going there? Is he not like the <laughs> ultimate like Utah Jazz? Yes, he like, is. He's a Ute. He's a Ute, right? <laughs> He definitely is, man. I'm so excited, though, man, because now the East, I mean, I liked the Cavs a lot last year. I can't wait to see what this looks like because I was talking about this, you know, right when we were talking about the NBA, when the win totals came out, I was like, I really don't know what to do with the East, man. It it pisses me off as a Bulls fan. It's like, what, the Bulls couldn't have made a phone call for Donovan Mitchell, a big market like that, and now he's going to Cleveland. I do think they're going to be exciting. I think I'm going to play their win total over. I can't wait to see how it works out. Kind of. I would say I feel bad for Jazz fans because, like, that roster has been completely blown up, but I don't because I hate Utah. Uh, but I can't wait to see what they look like with Donovan Mitchell, man. I'm still shocked, though. I figured he was going to New York. Yeah, I think we all thought he was going to New York. So mm-hmm. the fact that he's going to Cleveland now just throws a wrench in all of our handicaps. But, Ryan, thank you so much for joining the show. Get better soon and can't wait to talk some more Packers when you get back in the studio. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. Our guy, Thanks, Ryan, Ryan. Horvath. Get better, man. Oof. Yeah. Got the sniffles a little bit. A little It'll bit. be good. Just a little, little tea. We'll take that thing right out of there. Let's dive in deeper into the Green Bay Packers. Let's talk whether or not they're going to make or miss the playoffs. If they do make the playoffs, maybe where you see them getting eliminated. If you think they start 4-0 or maybe 0-4. First, though, the make or miss the playoffs. If you like them to make the playoffs, you're going to have to lay a nice number at a minus 450. If you think Green Bay is going to miss the playoffs, nice juicy play price at a plus 333. So do you have any opinions there? Do you have any plays make or miss the playoffs? The only thing I would consider playing, of course, is the Packers to, I don't know, miss the postseason. That's it. Plus 333. My breakdown, Aaron Rodgers is there, but his favorite receiver, who of course, Ryan, 
will not let us forget Devontae Adams. Oh, the count, best receiver. What did he account for? 88% of his targets while he was there? Probably. He's gone. And that offense is really scary outside of, I don't know, everybody there at the skill position. With that being the case, I love Aaron Rodgers. And of course, I'm not saying that this is going to happen. He's going to go out there and not be able to be the great quarterback he is because he don't have the big name guys at uh, in his receiving core and in the receiving room. But if I'm betting on anything, it would be the lack of success for Green Bay this year because naturally, when you take away an all-world wide receiver who was also the number one, two, three, and four options, and you then replace that with a whole bunch of P.J. Glassers, Quinn Mayles, and, and Cameron Grays, <laughs> of course you there's going to be some sort of regression offensively. Now, the defense looks amazing, and that's fine, but plus 333 to miss the postseason, if I had to make anything in terms of like stage of elimination, it, it just make miss. I'd go miss. I'm not paying any dues for them to make it. Absolutely not. Yeah. Just wouldn't do that. Quinn, I'm totally with you. I'm not making an official play, but if I did, I would take them to miss the playoffs because the thing about the Packers, they're the kind of team, they're an Aaron Rodgers injury away from being awful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there are certain teams that can overcome if their quarterback gets injured because of how well their roster's built. As West Virginia has a block punt real quick, they're going to get the ball in pit territory Score! at the five-yard line. Let's Big go. momentum play there. Come on, Mountaineers. But, Quentin, this team, they're an Aaron Rodgers injury away from being really, really bad. He's gotten injured in the past. He's been pretty durable throughout his career, but it just always scares me yeah. because, you know, teams like the Ravens who lose Lamar but are still competitive in every game even though they lost, they're still competitive. If Rodgers gets hurt, Green Bay's not going to be competitive. No. Uh, the year I mean, he what, was with hurt. Jordan Love? No. <laughs> the year he was hurt. Do you remember when Love played last year and Rodgers had COVID? Do I remember? I, they got blanked. I've been trying Maybe to forget it ever points. since I saw it. It was the they worst thing awful. I've ever seen. My so eyes there's hurt no now. way in heck I'm laying a 450 with them. It would be play them to miss the playoffs or nothing, but I'm not going to do that because I don't think they will. What do you think about their schedule then? Let's talk about their schedule. Start 4-0, 0-4. Break down the schedule. Then. Yeah, so they start week one at Minnesota, and let's get into that game a little bit because mm. that is going to be a doozy and then week two is home against the bears they should win that week three at the bucks week four versus the pats ryan said something when he was on that was very key and that is aaron Rodgers always struggles in the state of florida for whatever reason yeah last year week one people forget they opened up against the saints but that game was actually played in jacksonville I believe it was it due to COVID reasons or hurricane reasons. It might have been hurricane related. It was weather related. Oh, it was it was definitely a hurricane that a came. Hurricane related. The Saints yeah, yeah. game against Ethan James. Yes, it was. A so hurricane. right, it was uh, it was Packers Saints. They played it in Jacksonville. Rogers always struggles in the state of Florida. So I think they're going to lose that game. They got blown out the last time they played the Bucks in Tampa. So I don't think they're going four and zero. I don't think they're starting zero and four as well because they play the Bears at home. But Quentin, this week one game against the Vikings, man. The spread is only one and a half. Mm-hmm. These games are always close. I felt like the Vikings got better in the offseason while the Packers got worse. Yes. But at the end of the day, this game is going to be a field goal game. It's going to come down to the wire. It's going to be Kevin O'Connell's first game as a head coach. And do you trust Cousins and a head coach in his first game versus Aaron Rodgers? Yes. And I just, you do. I do. I don't know if I do. It's a total it, stay Cousins away. Cousins has me. been here a, a long time. It's not like he's a first year guy, and I don't. I don't imagine that O'Connell's coming in and just changing everything so, uh, so strongly that it's it's like a huge learning curve for such a veteran guy who also just got him, you know, paid recently. Like this, this is Kirk Cousins. So I, I think there's not a huge learning curve when we talk about vet guys who already have a system. When coaches come into situations like that, it's not about what Kirk can learn in in O'Connell's system. It's 
how O'Connell can fix, fit and, and form his system around what Kirk Cousins already does well and the talent that they have on that team. So I do kind of have faith week one for them to still perform because what I, what I really care about most more than anything is that defense. I mean, that defense gets a break week mm. one uh, That now that you're going up against a non-Devontae Adams uh, uh, offense. Yep. Uh, even though you do get Aaron Rodgers, that defense has year after year, even with Zimmer and his defensive brilliance, quote-unquote, they have underperformed. And this year, you don't we don't want to see that happen. They've tried to address that. You get a test week one, but you don't get the Packers full strength in the, t- in the traditional fashion that we typically see this team. So I don't mind uh, week one going with the Vikings. I kind of like the Vikings in the game. I might take them straight up week one. Okay, okay. I like what you're saying. When I look at the Packers' schedule as a whole, I really think they're going to win like 10, 11 games. They'll be right around there. They probably will win the division. They'll be battling with Minnesota. Don't sleep on Detroit either. They could be a sneaky little team this oh, season. You've just been watching Hard Knocks. But I have been watching Hard Knocks. I saw a little clip Eminem was on this week. I can't wait. Oh, God. But, the worst uh, rapper I've ever heard. The wild card round, Quentin, I think is where they're probably going to end up because I don't think they're going to get one of the top two seeds. So, but I do think they're going to win the wild card round. The divisional round has been their kryptonite, but I think that's where they lose again is the divisional round plus 240. I think wild card round or divisional round is your play. I just don't see this team getting to the NFC Championship game. So divisional would be the play for me at a plus 240. I really don't feel great about it. But Quentin, this could be one of those years where there are expectations for the Packers, but I don't feel like a lot of people are picking them to win the Super Bowl or even get there. So maybe this is the year that they finally do it and get there. Yeah. Because the only year that Rodgers ever made the Super Bowl was when they were the sixth seed in the playoffs. They had to go on the road and win all three of their playoff games, and they did. Nobody was expecting them to do it, and that's exactly what Rodgers and company did. So maybe this year they surprise people again, go on the road, win some games, get to the Super Bowl, but losing Devontae Adams is just so big. He, yeah, it is. Especially with a guy like Rodgers, who really tr- trusts his receiver. Yeah. He has to feel like there's a rapport there, like there's trust there, communication. And he's got young receivers there. He's got new guys coming in, whether it's Romeo Dobbs or Sammy Watkins. Randall Cobb, as Ryan says, is, is old. Is an old dude. So what is him? I mean, I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe they use Aaron Jones a little bit more in the passing game That's to help the thing. out. Like AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones is what they keep citing to me yeah. on offense. It's like what what we have to look forward to, and why probably will play them a ton in fantasy because they're just workhorses, and you know they're going to need to help out Aaron Rodgers as much as they can. I don't have much confidence outside of the, the the running backs there, and I think that's what everybody feels. So it's going to be tough with Green Bay, I feel, this year. I think that defense is going to be almost, like, spectacular. Yeah, defense and, would be great. And with that being the case, though, it's you don't need much from Aaron Rodgers, and and that's something that has been different from years past. So I'll, pay, I'll play a little devil's advocate for the opposite side. It's like, okay, that offense isn't as high-powered and will not be as high-powered, we assume, as it is when Devontae is there. But that defense has never been this good. Those second, that secondary no. has never been this good. Rodgers was pleading for defenses at one point like this. He's like, yeah. I just need a defense that can give me a break. Just need some help. Just a little help and not be a liability at every turn. You in bring game. up a good point, though. Is Green Bay almost maybe going to be an under team this year? They Do might you think be. they struggle to find the end zone and that defense is so good and because it's Aaron Rodgers that Vegas is going to be giving them a lot of respect early in the season. There could be value betting some unders. It might, it might be. It could be. I think so, especially early on, like you're saying, PJ. Now, I know that uh, one thing last year that kind of separated Green Bay from everyone else is how they performed in one-score games. I want to say they were 5-2 and two in one-score games last year. Mm-hmm. But Devontae there, you assume that it's not going to be that easy this year or that record's not going to be that good. Now, we know Aaron Rodgers really clutch, one of the most clutch quarterbacks in the history of the game. But that's just they're different places that, 
you can point to uh, in terms of the history of this offense and team pre-Devontae departing that are due for regression because of the fact that they've lost so much. And I think of what, like a team's ability to perform down the stretch of games every single time automatically. A lot of that is tied to who's catching those footballs. And we can't ignore the fact that Devontae caught everything there. He's everything. so good. Aaron Rodgers has already cursed out his receivers yeah. and, and, and put them on blast already I know. early this year. I think and there's going to be some growing pains yeah, I want to see it's sure. like a, I want to say it's a Jedi mind trick. And, you know, some quarterbacks, especially leaders uh, in, in football, you start doing stuff, calling your guys out, especially at different points in the career, just to kind of challenge them and get the most out of them. Ooh, thank God that wasn't caught. But I think he truly has questions, as he should, about their receiving core. They cut Josh Gordon, which, you know, wasn't a surprise. Actually, Josh Gordon wasn't there. He was still in. Houston KC. Yeah, KC. But yeah, in any event. Now, I agree with you. The Packers will be an interesting team to yeah. monitor. They're kind of wait and see with me kind of team the first couple weeks without Devontae. But uh, we both agree that probably just stay away from them, miss make playoffs, or 0 4, 4 0 star. Really no official plays there. All right, let's go back to the Green Bay Packers, shall we? The pack. The pack. Go, pack, go. The Cheeseheads. Uh, you can do some other stuff with them at BetMGM, which is always cool. And once again, please check out the King of Sportsbooks because. Their, their little redesign they did on their website, is, it makes it so much easier to, to just to use, just to, 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 to gamble on it. Now, I will say, you know, every app has its day. The app was a little rusty. A little, hey, but at least we can look ourselves in the mirror and say we can make some changes around here. And we should. And that's what BetMGM has done. So for the Packers to win all six division games at BetMGM, you can bet that plus 375 for them to lose all six division games. 100 to 1 odds. They said, oh, no, Aaron Rodgers ain't playing that. Ryan Horvath would pull his hair out. They lose all their division games this year. For the Packers, Horvath, excuse me, not bad. For the Packers to win all their home games, plus 650. For them to win all their road games, 18 to 1. For them to lose all their games at Lambeau Field, which would be the end of. Yeah, this is not going to happen. That would just be ridiculous. It's just not going to happen. Every game at Lambeau this year lost. <laughs> Three or that's three hundred to one odds for them to lose every game on the road fifty to one odds. So of those bets that I gave out to you, PJ, what do you like the most? Well, I think there's two. I think the sensible play is for them to win all six division games. They're going to win the two against the Bears, the Lions. It seems like the Lions always play them tough in Detroit, always. So that'll be tough. And then they tend to give them a game in Lambeau in the first half, and then the Packers always break away in the second half. But you could see four wins against those two teams. And then the Vikings games are always toss-ups that they can win. So there's a reason why that's 14-1. to I think that's the sensible play. But Q, I kind of like the Packers to win all their home games at 20-1. to Obviously, Bears, Vikings, Lions are three of them. But then they get the Patriots at home. They get the Giants in London, which is considered a home game. They like get the it. Jets at home. Dallas and Tennessee at home. And then the Rams is really the tough game at home. But they play the Rams in week 15 when it's going to be snowing, negative degree weather in December in Lambeau. Uh, nobody from when LA you got an LA indoor West Coast no team going to Green Bay who's going to want absolutely no part of that game. So I kind of like 20 to 1 to win all their home games. Their hardest game is the Rams, which, again, Quentin, what's the saying of football? Sometimes it's not about who you play, it's when you play them. Mm -hmm. And that's key that they're getting the Rams late in the season. Tennessee and Dallas back-to-back -back weeks, weeks 10 and 11, could get tricky. Tennessee's usually a great road team under Vrabel. Dallas, 
you know, they tend to pr- play pretty well when they go to Lambeau, but I think the Pack can win both of those games. As long Roger, as long as Rogers stays healthy, Q, I'm telling you, man, win all their home games 20 to 1. I think that could be the play. PJ, that was my favorite play on the board. So we're yes, in lockstep with that 20 to 1 for them to win all their home games. You know, I look back at their history and I say, man, that's those are some decent odds for a team to do something that they don't typically. Oh, wait. Let's go back and look at the Packers schedule last season, 2021. All their home games just happen to be in front of me right now. And I can tell you the results of those. Against the Detroit Lions. I'm going to guess it went a lot like our betting did last night. Oh, I think when, so, PJ. When, 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 when. Now, we were better than the Packers last year. We went 9-0 last yeah. night. The Packers at home last year went 8-0. There you go. They beat the, the Detroit Lions. They beat the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. They beat Washington, my commanders. I remember Heineke thought he scored in that game. He did not. I Still remember that me too. to this day. We were in the studio for that one. Yeah, JP we was looking at me and was like, why are you so mad? And I was like, JP, what do you mean why am I so mad? I have money on this game. This is ridiculous. Uh, commanders win. They played Seattle at home. 17 nothing win. Aaron Rodgers threw for 292 in that one. Chicago and Los Angeles before the bye week. Home games. Win and a win. And then they beat Cleveland. Week 16 at home. 24-22. Squeaked the victory out. Came right back the next Sunday and said, hey, Minnesota, the choice is yours. We can do this the easy way or the hard way. And they did the easy way. 37-10, Packers got the W. So 20-1 to 1 odds for them to repeat that at home. It's not like this team has a great track record at home. I think you're getting better odds, of course, because they don't have Mr. Devontae Adams. And that is fine. Lambeau is still a tough place to play. It's almost like you got to throw out a lot of these stats or mm-hmm. trends, but also still keep them in your in your peripheral, I'd say, because of the fact that this is a, I don't know what version of Green Bay we're going to see this year. And that concerns me, but it also excites me. It, it's similar to how I feel about Patrick Mahomes. you got two quarterbacks that have had their like guys, their big-time guys, their moneymakers, their playmakers. Take it from them, and that kind of adds a fire under the, the, no in, question. in the stomach and in the belly of, shout-out Central Michigan, in the belly of these quarterbacks. I love Pat Mahomes play for MVP this year because I feel like everybody Same. is Same. doubting him still. And love they, they still look really MGM. good. They have love a it. lot of t- uh, talent in other places, even though it's not Tyreek Hill. I don't feel as good about the supporting cast that Green Bay has and Aaron Rodgers, but I still believe one thing. Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. One of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen play in my entire life. 100%. If there's anybody that could do it and shock the world, it is Aaron Rodgers. And there's still a mystique to going to Lambeau and having to play there, especially when it gets cold, and you're still going up against Aaron Rodgers. I don't care that he's not throwing to Devontae. Aaron is at his, he's in the crib. You were talking about a football player and a quarterback. That is worse when it's warm outside. When it's nice outside, when it's sunny, when he's in Florida, when everyone is just, oh, living the dream. He hates that. You know what he plays his best? When it's freezing cold, frozen tundra, 90 degrees below Celsius Fahrenheit. Pneumonia weather. (laughs) And you got the the Rams just skipping into town like this is going to be a good time. I like them to win all their home games. PJ. I do too. Twenty to 20 one to seems one, like a Clint, great number. I like that a lot. Anything else on that uh, board that interests you? I know we kind of. No. I mean, that twenty to one. I mean, that yeah. I think that's a perfect mixture of value and just like belief in terms of you know the history that the team has had doing a thing. No Said question, I, Quentin. I can't believe that the value is the same for them to win all their home games and their road games. Their road games this season at Tampa, at the Bills, at the Eagles, at the Dolphins. 
Aaron Rodgers has to play two games in Florida this year where he never wins. Come on, he hates that. So I, I'm 20 to 1, win all the home games. Quentin, give me that any day of the week. 